Welcome back to the Living Out Love podcast. I'm glad to be with you today. Well, I'm always glad, but anyway, I, <laughs> I've i had several comments just recently um, from people being surprised that I still have the human experience. So I decided to record a podcast about what it's like to be me. And when I say be me, what I'm specifically re- you know, referring to is being a channel and a medium. So being able to communicate with spirit in non-physical form. Um, I do, I'm going to start by talking about how that makes my experience of life different from other people. And then I'm going to tell you how it makes it the same. Because I think we're going to, at the end of this, we're going to tie it back to just working with spirit in general and how, what, what that role plays for us in our life. Okay, but let's start with how am I different from many other people? Well, one way is I have a I have a variety of tools at my disposal. So I trained as a Reiki healer. I have done tons of personal development work, been a part of different um, change processes. I've worked with other modalities of healing. Um, I grew up learning a very well-researched, set of leadership skills. So in general, I have a lot of tools at my disposal that I've become aware of, practiced, studied um, just throughout my lifetime. And so because of my process of self-healing and stepping in my abilities as, as an intuitive, there's just, there's a lot that I've learned. So I have a lot of like go-to tools that maybe other people haven't developed. Most people don't quite have the breadth of knowledge that I have about many of those things, whether it's different healing modalities, whether it's different skills that I can use. I I do happen to have a fair amount of knowledge that um, that I do think makes life easier for me. Um, So another primary difference between me and other people is that I am incredibly sensitive, which can be exhausting because everything feels big in my body. Um, I mean, I can take things very personally. I can feel other people's emotions if I'm not being careful. And yeah, I'm just very sensitive. And it's that sensitivity that allows me to be aware of spirit because non-physical energy is more subtle than physical energy. It requires sensitivity. And sensitivity, it, it serves me quite well. Um, my intuition is strong, even when I'm not intentionally trying to channel or trying to engage in mediumship, I'm able to intuit things pretty well, um, just because I am so sensitive and because I do practice channeling, you know, on, on a very regular basis. So that, you know, my sensitivity also is very helpful. Um, the last thing I think worth mentioning that makes me pretty different from most people I would say 99% of people, um, let's say 95. I know that I am deeply loved and that I am safe no matter what. No matter what. My body can be harmed, right? But my soul cannot be. And I, I forget it sometimes. I do forget this, but I, but most of the time I know that it's true. I am deeply loved and I am safe. And over the years of doing my own personal development work, working with spirit, I I get it. I am loved. 
there is, there is nothing that I can say or do that will mess that up. And that knowing is incredibly freeing. It's incredibly freeing. Before I really understood how unconditionally loved I am, how unconditionally loved we all are, I never, never could have started my intuitive business. I never could have started a podcast doing anything so publicly, investing my time, my energy, my money into this business. I mean, into my own passion, risking the judgment of others, risking the loss of money, time, and energy. I never could have done that. I mean, other people may have had that resilience, but for me, it wasn't possible until I truly got how little we can actually mess up. We can't just mess up. We're just down here learning things. There's nothing we can say or do that makes us less lovable. I can't mess up to the point of losing the love and support of spirit. It's not possible for me or you. So understanding how deeply, intimately, and infinitely loved I am makes my life easier for sure. And don't get me wrong. I don't remember this every second of the day. There are definitely times when I do not feel loved and I do not feel safe. But in general, I have that belief system going for me, that understanding, and it allows my life to be so much more expansive than it would be otherwise. When I mess up, it's not eternal damnation. It's just learning. It's, oh, well, that didn't work. Let's try again. Let's try something else. That does not mean that things are not hard. It means that when they are hard, I still know that I am safe and that I'm still loved. And again, this is most of the time, not all the time. I'm a human. I have an ego and I can forget. But there's a difference between things being difficult and things being unsafe. Okay, so those are those are three big differences from me and, and most of the people that I know. I have a lot more tools at my disposal than, well, most of the people that I know. I'm trying to think of anybody that knows more than I do about just different things available. And I can think of maybe two people. Um, no, three or four. Three or four people, probably, um, the, in my personal circle. I'm sure there's lots more out there in the world. But of all the people that I personally know... Um, so that's one thing. Second thing, I am very, very sensitive, incredibly sensitive. And so my spiritual radar is typically very highly effective. Third thing, I have a pretty good understanding of how unconditionally loved I am and how unconditionally loved we all are. And so those three things, those do make my life easier for sure. Okay, and I'm just now really realizing there's a fourth thing. I can talk to dead people and angels and ascended masters and stuff. <laughs> That's the fourth thing. So four differences between me and, and many other people. Um, but let's look at how I'm the same as other people. This is the part that people, I think, are unexpected. I still experience negative emotion. In fact, just recently, I had my very first anxiety attack. So congratulations to all of you who have those and live to tell the tale. You know, with negative emotion, just because I have a cognitive understanding of how loved I am doesn't mean I don't want others to like me. Doesn't mean I don't have bills to pay. Doesn't mean my kids do what I want them to do the very first time I ask. So life is still life and emotions are a part of it. Talking to spirit is not a get out of jail free card for the uncomfortable emotions or the human condition. I still have to have that stuff. 
<laughs> Second way, I'm the same as everybody else. I have a body. I gain weight. I'm aging. I'm graying. All that good stuff. I still have that. Yep. I don't get to meditate my way out of that. <laughs> if I don't exercise, I will lose muscle mass and gain fat. I will lose flexibility just like you guys. If I don't eat well, I will regret it just like you guys. Again, there is no avoiding the human experience just because I can talk to spirit. Doesn't work that way. Third way that I'm the same as everybody else, my life is still dependent on me to show up. So I think some people sometimes have this assumption that because I can talk to spirit, I don't have to work hard or I never feel lost. Like I don't know what to do. Like spirit's just always giving me the answers. And even when I do have insight into where to put my time and energy, what decisions to make, I still have to show up and do the work. Spirit doesn't become physical and pack the school lunches for me and the kids doesn't build the website and respond to the email. I still have to show up and do the work, inside or not. My life is still awaiting on me in my presence. So while I do have access to this incredible insight, I'm also a human that doesn't like to ask for help. So what good is the insight if I'm not asking for it and I'm not available to it? That makes me very human. Many of us don't ask for help. Sometimes I don't ask because I'm just in the middle of the mess and it doesn't even occur to me. I'm so busy feeling the feels that it just doesn't occur to me to sit down and channel on my own behalf. Or because I have a human ego that tells me I'm too busy. Or even worse, and more likely when it comes to me, I don't always trust myself enough to channel on my own behalf. Channeling for others is easy and comes natural to me. Channeling on my own behalf? Ooh. Um, sometimes I just feel like I can't, I can't trust myself, even though I know I'm perfectly loved. I don't know. I will usually, I'll usually put myself through the paces for a long time before I either channel for myself or I ask another channel to help me get guidance. So... My life is dependent on me to show up, and I often hesitate for help. I'm very human. Okay, fourth way. <laughs> fourth way, I'm like everybody else. I don't have all the answers. And I know this sounds surprising because isn't the whole point of connecting with spirit so that we can get the answers? Yeah, no, not really. Spirit doesn't tell me everything. There are some things that we are not meant to know. We are just meant to experience. We're meant to live in the unfolding. We're meant to have the process of being human and have the experience of feeling that disconnect. It, sometimes we're meant to feel separate from spirit, not 100%, but separate from the insight of spirit. Just because we don't understand the why behind why something happens doesn't mean that spirit isn't with us. It just means that our human self is really struggling to accept what is. That's all that means. But I don't always have the answers. I don't. I mean, yes, I can get a lot of answers, but I don't have all of them. There are some things we just have to go through. This comes up in my raffle readings every month. Somebody will submit a question and maybe not every month, but every two or three months, there will be some things where we'll say, 
nope, the beauty is in the unfolding and we're not going to answer that for you. Sometimes we're not meant to know. I don't have all the answers. Life for me and for all of us, it's a daily practice in trying to figure things out and see whether or not they work for us. And because I do have a lot of insight, maybe some things are more successful on the first try for me, maybe. But the process of learning things the hard way, of learning by doing, of having to be patient while things grow or not, you plant the seed and you water and you wait, that's the same for me as for everybody else. That's the same. Okay, so what's my point, really? What's my point in in illustrating to you how I'm the same and how I'm different? Other than to respond to people going, what? Do you have anxiety? How is that possible? The, the point is, whether it's me connecting directly for myself or you connecting through your own methods or through an intuitive like me, working with spirit is not like pushing the easy button from those commercials. Being spiritually connected does not excuse us from the human experience. We work with spirit so that we can be in alignment, so that we can experience the depth of purpose, passion, and unconditional love that cannot be found in the external world alone. We work with spirit so that we can feel like ourselves, who we are beneath the human condition, when we're not afraid, when we're not defensive. Working with spirit brings us into alignment with our highest self more frequently and with more ease than us trying to get there on our own. So is my life easier because I'm a channel and a medium? No, not really. (laughs) Not really. But does working with spirit bring greater meaning and purpose to my life? For me, it does. I think it helps me stay in alignment. And I'll say here, not everybody needs a spiritual connection. Or they need it in different ways. They find it in different ways. I'm, I'm a messy, normal human, just like the rest of us. Talking to spirit is what helps me. It's a huge part of my soul purpose. Um, but that's not everybody's thing. You know, we all have the things that help us and that help us help others. And whatever it is that helps you get through this human lifetime, I hope that you're choosing it. You know, I I spoke earlier about, yeah, I'm a channel, but I don't always channel for myself. I hope that you're choosing what works for you. I hope you're prioritizing it. And I hope that you have a rich and fulfilling life. And if you don't, do something today that moves you in the right direction. That's what I do. That's what we all do. Just take one step. Figure out the next step after that. One step at a time, loves. All right. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you next week. Bye.